0: conversations. I'm your host, Charles Kirkland Jr. And again, this is one of my favorite times of the month when I get to sit down with someone who's making a difference in the community, who's doing some great work in our area. Of course, I'm talking about the Filmmaker of the Month segment. So today I have someone who's been for nearly two decades of have experience of making films in the entertainment industry. He's been a graduate of the New York Film Academy. He's a stand-up comedian and he's done a, a production of a lot of comedy shows in New York City. But now he's come down to our area here in D.C. and he's opened up a company called the Washington Digital Media Group starting in 2014. And then just this year, he signed a lease for a new location off of Riggs Road. He's worked with the Mayor's Office on Latino Affairs and the Mayor's Office on LGBTQ Affairs. And so it's my pleasure to have the Filmmaker of the Month for August as Ricardo Villaba. Welcome, Ricardo. How are you today?
1: I'm doing great. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate the introductions, a wonderful introduction. Well, I'm originally from Paraguay, but... The U.S. is my second country, and my city is Washington, D.C. I'm a Washingtonian.
0: Yes, all right.
1: Yeah, so (laughs) so to me, you know, my my adopted city is Washington, D.C., and I love my city. Well,
0: then, what does it mean to you to be named as the Filmmaker of the Month for Washington, D.C. for the month of August?
1: Well, I mean, um, I, I love the recognition. It's an honor for me. And, you know, at the same time, of course, you know, it's 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 gonna bring my company, my name out, out there so people know about us, my company, which is Washington Digital Media, and about the things that we do, you know. I'm before I even went into film, I did many years of youth work. And the, the two things that I like doing is 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 doing youth work and filmmaking. And I have managed to do that with my company. We, we do a lot of videos. We work with a lot of nonprofits and all that. But I also have a partnership with the LA Film Connection in which they provide online courses to aspiring filmmakers. And they send the students to me and I provide them with the on hands training on, on filmmaking. And so far I've probably trained over 25 students so far since 2016. I take a lot of people that want to intern in the film industry. I take a min and all that. I have done work, you know, with Mennonite University. I have done work with the Department of State that they brought people from another country that I provided internship services and training into the film. And, And one of the things that, you know, that I feel very proud of is the fact that when I finished film school in 1999, I couldn't get a job. You know, everywhere I went, they wanted me to do internship. And, you know, I'm Latino. My mom couldn't really, you know, she's barely supporting herself. I didn't have nobody to support me. I was 24 years old and internship was something I couldn't afford to do. I couldn't work for free. I needed to work for money. So that kind of held me back in pursuing my film career. So I went into the best thing that I like to do. And that was, you know, doing youth work. I did get in the entertainment. I started doing comedy shows. I was living in New York at that time. I know that. But now, you know, with my company, I want to provide opportunities to young Latinos, young black people, people of color. And I want to make D.C. a movie. hub. I want people to, you know, everybody now is like, let's go to Atlanta. Let's go to New York. Let's go to L.A. if you want to be. A f-. No let's stay in D.C., let's make D.C., you know, happen. D.C. historically has put out amazing musicians. You know, we have an amazing history of music coming out from this city. Even great comedians, you know, Dave Chapelle also, you know, although he's yeah. from Ohio, I think he, <laughs> he, he started in D.C. and all that, you know, Marvin Gaye. So, so, but we never really broke into the film industry and all that. But I feel D.C. has a lot of stories to tell, you know? Mm, absolutely. That's a lot of stories to tell. And I want to be that that person that provides those opportunities for people
0: aspiring filmmakers to tell the stories. Well, I, I agree. There's a lot of and, and because I do this segment every month, there are a lot of people here in this city who are involved in creation of art, whether it be spoken word, whether it be a acting, mm-hmm. whether it's behind-the-camera production of films. We have a lot of resources here in this city that people just don't know about. And I congratulate you. I work with a a nonprofit where we also... Teach young people about the other jobs inside of being a filmmaker. I mean, a lot of people see an actor and an actress, or or a director, and they think that's all there are. But there's editors, there's story writers, there's so many other uh, possibilities that you can get into in this industry that you know most people just don't know about. So I congratulate you on um, mentoring so many people toward the to toward this career in. Uh, whatever they're doing in film, whether it's directing or writing or or, or whatever. But I, it's just a, a, a wonderful time to see people of our color coming up and being influential in the movie world. We got a lot of that going on, but we need more. There, like you said, there's a lot of stories here in DC that can be told. So with that being said, Tell us about any of the, I mean, I know right now I got you in the car because <laughs> you're working on on a project. Can you talk about any projects that you're doing right now or anything that, or what you've most been happy with in the last uh, few weeks? And then I got another question for you, that, but uh, talk about what you're doing now.
1: It's it's crazy, you know, this pandemic has been kind of a blast in the sky for my business. Now people are you know, hiring me all the time to do videos and all that. Last year was my best year yet as a, as a business. So since since 2014, since I started my business, I probably produced more than 500 videos, you know. A lot of times when people talk about filmmaking, they only think about movies, you know. But and that's, that's, you know, that's ultimate is my dream to make movies. I did produce a movie in 2011. It came out in 2013. It's called Backwater. It used to be on Amazon, Ice in Turi. It's a 93 minutes long full length film. I produced a web series called Victor and Erica. Uh, you can find it on YouTube, the Victor and Erica web series. It's a story of uh, young Latino couples dealing with the struggles of being undocumented and, and unwanted pregnancy and things like that, and just how to cope with, with you know, youth challenges and things like that in the United States. Right now, I'm producing a documentary. It's titled, And I, A Woman, which is a documentary talking about the experience of Black women from slavery to now having a vice president. Wow. And wow. the reason I decided to produce this documentary was because a few years back, I went to Richmond, Virginia, and I found this site called the Lampkins Jail Site. And nobody really knows about Lampkins' jail site. It's something that you don't really find in the books. You have to research about it. Mm. And Robert Lampkins was the owner of this jail. And he used to auction off slaves. Then they say he used to breed slaves. And also he had a jail to fix misbehaved slaves. So imagine Mm. everything that went on on that place. Wow. And he was a horrible person, but he was giving this young girl when she was eight years old, was given to him as a gift. And this is Mary, Mary Lampkins. She ended up having her first child by him when she was 13 and went on to have six more children by Mr. Lampkins. Eventually, the you know the slaves were free and Robert Lampkins died. So Mary Lampkins endured all her life who ended up inheriting the land from Mr. Robert Lankins and turned it into the first Negro school in Richmond, Virginia. Wow. And that story, there's no nowhere to be found. Like, you don't really, you know, like, you have to dig in to find the story. But to me, I was very impressed with the story, with everything, because I learned a lot from that experience, you know, when I went there. And I was filming this, this, you know, what was happening and listen to historians and all that as an immigrant. I didn't know exactly the black history, you know, the black experience. So I was very impressed with the story that I decided I wanted to produce a documentary about it. And I hired a black woman to direct it. I'm the secretary producer because I also wanted it, you know, from the black point of view. Right. And she came and she's kind of making her own in which she decided to take Mary Lampkin's stories. And that be the kickoff of how she was a slave. Uh, you know, most likely she was raped, but she endured that. And she, she managed to survive all that to ultimately become the owner of this land. And opening the first Negro school, so you know, it's this incredible story of survival, you know, or, uh, you know resilience and all that. And from there, we we to tell the story because you know, before white women started to fight against gun violence, black woman has been the forefront fighting for that. You know, the Me Too movement was even started by black women. Yeah. But they don't always get the recognition and all that. So there's a lot of things that you know, a lot of people don't 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 understand that, you know. So so she took that and that's what she's focusing on, showing how black women has been doing the work, has been fighting for justice for so many years. And until these days they're still doing, but they don't get the recognition. People don't know about it and all that. So we have interviewed so far 12 amazing black women doing things throughout the United States in their small communities helping out, you know, doing different things and stuff like that. And and that's, that's one documentary that I'm working on right now. We've been filming that since last year. Right now, I'm also having conversations and producing a whole series about the Latino experience in the restaurant industry. So we we're putting together a story of somebody who has come from, from Guatemala, work as a, as a dishwasher, then as a cook, and then as a as a server, then as a bar manager until they become a restaurant owner and all that. And all the things that goes on with that. And that one is we we are in conversation, we're about to register and all that. So we want to make it a 24-episode series. Wow. You know, each season being eight episodes okay. in which we tell the stories how Latinos have been working in the restaurant industry and and doing a lot of the work that sometimes we don't know, at the same time dealing with being undocumented, being dealing with with adapting to new culture and all those things. So we want to show, you know, that kind of story because a lot of people don't understand the Latino experience either, you know. So those are the two big projects that I'm working on. In addition to me continually producing videos here and there, like today I'm here at Mount Pleasant and, you know, they're celebrating the Salvadorian American day and I'm here filming, recording things. I want to make a show documentary of this. They are trying to name Mount Pleasant the little Salvadorian town. So I don't know, like Chinatown. So, yeah,
0: so that's what's going on. All right, I, man. You you mentioned that earlier before we started taping, and i and I was like, I didn't even know about it. I need to get over there because I, I love me some Salvadorian food, and 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 you said merengue. I'm ready to go to go do some dancing. So, man, I I think it's incredible the work that you're doing. These these projects sound awesome. I can't wait to to get a view of them as well. So, and make make sure you you send me a copy when it when it's all completed. Definitely, definitely. All yes. right. So if anybody, I mean, I you, I was going to ask you about the pandemic and how it, it kind of affected you as far as what you were doing. And I, I mean, because even here, we're doing a Zoom conference. I mean, where normally we would have you come into the office. Has the pandemic really been a hindrance to you or now that it's kind of, alleviating some, how, how, what are the benefits now that are coming out of not being under these mandates that we've had before?
1: Well, the pandemic definitely affected my business last year. You know, I, I was, I was hired to film a lot of events like conferences and things like that. And since everything was canceled, I did panic a little bit and, but, you know, I had to find a way to adapt and survive. And it was an election year last year. So I ended up reaching all these political candidates. Thank God we have like over 35 candidates running in the city. (laughs) So it was a big pool for me to work out of. I ended up being hired. I worked with like seven different candidates producing videos. Some of them hired me to really run the whole campaign online and all that. And that's what pretty much saved my business last year. This year... My biggest business have been live streaming, live streaming events, you know, live streaming uh, different things that, you know, on a regular. If we didn't have a pandemic, they wouldn't have like, you know, in-person meetings, in-person conferences and all that. So, and I have done, you know, work with the mayor office on Latino affair with, the, you know, the mayor office LGBTQ affair. I even, we, we la- I work on a live stream in which the mayor was. Doing her buyer proposal to the city council, a live stream that event, you know. So live streaming has been my biggest business right now. Like right now, we live streaming the Salvadorian event as well, and all that. So it's, it's you know, and I'm worried now because yes, things have opened up and all that, but now since like things are going to close up again, you know. So so I don't know what's happening. So. It's hard for me to tell. I am planning some, you know, filming some stuff this fall. And I think my policy is going to be that everybody that is working on the set to be vaccinated, to make sure they're following with safety protocols and all that and stuff like that. We're going to have some strict rules of, you know, make sure, you know, if we decide not to work in mass for filming and on set, then the actor is going to have to follow to some strict safety protocols and all that, and try to avoid being in contact with big crowds and, and situations similar to that.
0: All right. Well, I want to just wrap it up by asking you this one last question. I, I mean, you've already talked about how important it is for people to be involved in film and how much you're helping them. How if I wanted to get involved with you? If I wanted to become one of your interns, how do I get information on being part of your program or working with you? Or if even if I had an idea to pitch you, how do I how do I get in contact with you?
1: Well, um, I have a website, WashingtonDigitalMedia dot com. You can find me. You know, you just go to Google and just search Washington Digital Media, and you're going to find everything. You're going to have. My website, my YouTube channels, my my social media sites, you're going to find everything. So that's one way. Another way is just give me a call. My number is on my website. It's on Google if you you look for it and all that. Or send me an email. Or even if you want to contact me through social media, my social media handle, I believe, is Washington Digital. And you can find that through Facebook, through Instagram, and things like that. And I mean, now it's it's, it's just a search, you know. Just Google, and and I'm I'm also pretty easy to be found. I say as a local filmmaker, so people can find me if you're looking for video production. I have managed to usually my website comes out on the top three or five, and stuff like that. So I mean, the internet has brought me a lot of business too. So. But um, yeah, that's it. You know, if, if my personal social media handle is Gold Ricky Ricardo, so if somebody <laughs> wanted to reach me directly, so it's Gold Ricky
0: Ricardo. Okay, I'm sure there's a story behind that. Move. <laughs>
1: when I used to do comedy, when I when I started doing comedy in New York City, I didn't know like you know what was the stage name I was gonna give myself, and one of the comedians that introduced me introduced me. Well, his name is Ricardo, but he's funny. He has an amazing accent like Ricky Ricardo. So we're going to introduce him like Ricky
0: Ricardo. So
1: <laughs> I was like, OK, let's do it. You know?
0: OK, so. all right. All right. Well, congratulations again on being named the Filmmaker of the Month for August. I'm, I'm, Thank you. I'm sure you can't wait to get out there and celebrate as being named uh, that way
1: yeah no, no, definitely. Uh, you know I'm looking forward for the exposure. I don't know if you know this, but Whitfield Group, which is Willfield Entertainment Group, they just took over the old Bt studio, and we have in conversation in partnering and working together as well so that's also pretty exciting and all that and together he wants me to work on producing some stuff for him as well but we're still in conversation it's not something that we final yet on it but it's exciting because you know he's going to open up the studio for other filmmakers and all that too so and that's a big studio it's a 55,000 square sound stage that we can make really good movies in there. And it's the biggest studios in the East Coast as well. Great location, right in the Brainwood area, right next to, you know, TV and television, DC TV and television. Yep, right you know, over, right in
0: the neighborhood. Yes, sir.
1: <laughs> yeah. So so that's that's exciting. So, you know, I'm excited. We not only am excited for being nominated filmmaker of the month, but I feel that DC DC is gonna start producing some really good shows and things like that so it's exciting we're in an exciting time in the film industry here in dc all
0: right well thank you very much for sharing your time with you all thank right you. congratulations once again thank you all right, all right. All right. All right. So, oh, keeping it real keeping it real with Phil keeping it real oh, keeping it real and feel